in hopes for tomorrow, we'll reflect on middle school dances. I remember a few. I, there was a there was a place in Vineland where I live called Ellison School, and Ellison School had dances like quarterly or some shit. I was like in sixth and seventh grade going to them shits like I went there and I didn't. I never even knew anyone who went to that school. And I remember just begging, 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 even when I was grounded, because fuck was I grounded a lot, to just go to these stupid dances. And for what? I was never going to do anything. I was never going to ask a girl to dance with me. I danced with Wendy DeLuise like three times one night, and I thought that that was it. I peaked, I peaked, I peaked. I danced with one other girl one time. Her name was Brianna. And she asked me for my phone number after, and I didn't have a phone because I was grounded. Surprise, surprise. And she gave, so I gave her my, uh, my mom's cell phone number, and I asked my mom if I could use her phone for the rest of the night when I got home. And she never texted me once. Now, for all I know, she texted my mom later that week or something, thinking it was me. And my mom was like, who the fuck are you? And my mom should go to jail for texting a 12 or 13-year-old girl. But, you know, in hopes for tomorrow, we'll reflect on that at a different time, maybe. That's disgusting. I don't think my mom is, like, a pedophile or nothing. I'm sure she would have just said, yo, this is not my son's phone. And she would have moved on with her life, and then I would have had to face that embarrassment moving forward with Brianna the next time I saw her, which would be the next Ellison dance. Dances were so weird, right? Because why are you, why are you preparing for this in 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 this time of your life? Like, I'm fucking 13 years old. The coolest thing about me is I bought my first pair of skinny jeans, and I was ahead of the curve. I remember Keith had a pair before I. And I was jealous as fuck. So then I went to PacSun. I got myself some bullhead skinny jeans. And I wore them every day. Every single day I wore them. Because once you go skinny jean, people noticed. And you weren't able to go back. You couldn't go back. It's too obvious. I can't go back to my South Pole jeans and my Etni shoes. After I walked in on Monday with my bullhead fucking skinny-ist, skinny-ist jeans. Man. If I had any sense, I'd have beat off in the bathroom and then put the skinny jeans on. So I had a nice little situation going on and everyone could see at the Pledge of Allegiance that your boy was packing a five-inch chode when I was 13. That's, I don't know where I'm going with this. See, I want to start a podcast because I like podcasts and I like talking, but I'm sitting here in my fucking living room. And I had no direction, no plan for this in my mind. I was like, okay, this is going to be a podcast called In Hopes of Tomorrow. Because for some reason that just rolls off my tongue well. But I don't know. I kind of fear the direction or if there is any. It's so stupid, right? No one has to listen to me talk. I don't have to listen to anyone talk, but I really like it. I hope that maybe someone will like me talking about whatever it may be in hopes of tomorrow though should be a reflection on why you want to wake up the next day why you don't want to end today and have hope for tomorrow because fuck do i wake up sometimes and just think i 
don't want to do this. I don't want to do this tomorrow. You wake up for work early and you stare at the ceiling and you think like, this is it. Today is it. I don't want to do this again tomorrow. Like I can't decide which is worse for me. The anxiety of trying to make sure I'm getting enough sleep at night or waking up the next day because I sure as fuck didn't get enough and I'm miserable. But in hopes of tomorrow, we reflect on dances. The fear that I felt trying to think of a way to maneuver myself into asking a girl to dance with me, but also not getting rejected in the process, because God forbid, if I would have asked a girl to dance when I was in seventh, eighth grade, and they said no, God, I would have been like, okay, no, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. I would have walked right into the bathroom right into that fucking bathroom and i would stare myself in the mirror like the white kid i am palms sweaty knees weak you know my arms weren't heavy because i was scrawny and i didn't eat any spaghetti before that because i was afraid that you know i'd throw up on my shoes or her shoes you know i love pasta i love my mom's spaghetti I'm hungry i'm fucking hungry The stream of consciousness that I have right now is definitely not going to stay on topic for this whole fucking reflection of dances. I was talking to my boy Murphy earlier today on Instagram, talking about like um, how those dances affected us when we were younger and how it scarred us because we weren't shit. And we probably still aren't, but we're a little more shit than we were before. I wonder if anybody ever sits back and goes, damn, that John dude... I remember him in eighth grade. He was a piece of shit. Look at him now. Three inches taller. Still packing that five-inch chode, I see. You know, I really did used to go to the bathroom in school and stand at the urinal and fucking beat my dick until I nutted in a urinal because I just had to, you know? Like, I hear ghost stories about fucking... About, <laughs> I hear straight up ghost stories about people and how horny they are and how horny they get. And in my mind, I'm like, I wish I, I, I kind of wish that I had those experiences because it's just funny to reflect on. But if I really had to think about it, I was definitely horny enough to stand at a urinal in school and beat my dick off in fucking middle school because. I was so horny from whatever the fuck I was thinking about in class. God forbid I stood up rocking that that rock hard chode piece I had. And then, you know, shit. All of a sudden, everyone's like, that John dude's got a boner and he's going to the bathroom. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Wink, wink. Just kidding. I don't want anyone to know I was beaten off. And for some reason, in my mind, if I'm standing at the urinal and I'm going to town and then someone walks in, I could just be like, oh, no, I'm just peeing. No big deal. Even though my face probably beat red, I'm trying to do a breathing pattern so I can nut quick. I'm like, <laughs> Caroline! Because I don't know. I've never met anyone named Caroline. But in my mind, I'm beating off to a girl named Caroline for the sake of the story. What was I talking I don't even fucking remember what I was talking about. Straight up, I don't. I bought this stupid mic stand at FYE because I'm a broke motherfucker. My laptop is half cracked open because my dog Bailey sat on it like three years ago and I'm too broke to save or have the discipline to save in order to get a new laptop, which Lord knows I need it. Lord knows I need it. I'm sure this microphone quality is straight up garbage. You can probably hear my fan going in the back, even though it's 12 feet away from me right now. 
It's completely silent in my apartment. Super empty. But I like it. I didn't mean for that to come off as depressing. I just happen to be alone right now. Usually there's people here. I swear. I swear, podcast community. I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. No idea. (laughs) Shit. In hopes of tomorrow, I'd like to reflect on the innocence that came from how nervous I was to dance with a girl when I was in middle school and how that probably still lies with me today. Even when I'm kissing a girl that I've kissed a thousand times before that, or, you know, should I hold her hand in public kind of nervousness? Like I still have that. I don't know if that matters, you know, like some people, the arrogance of the fucking male brain, you know, like I'm going to hold this person's hand to me. That shit don't work well for me. I'm like, Maybe she doesn't want to hold my hand in public, you know? Maybe it's a secret, you know? I just don't know why that why that has ever mattered to me. I wonder where that stems from, you know? Why am I so afraid to show affection? Why am I so afraid to be rejected? I think rejection is important, you know? Like, in reality, in private, when I'm rejected, I think I, I gain a lot from it. It humbles me. It keeps me grounded. I don't know what the fucking point of being such a pussy my whole life has been. It's definitely held me back in a lot of ways. I've stayed in situations and I've fucking left situations that I shouldn't have just because of the anxiety of, you know, will he or won't he? Will she or won't she? It's it's pathetic. It's stupid. I don't miss being younger. I like being an adult, but I do wish that I handled some things differently with the mindset that I have now. And that's everybody. You know, we all do it. We've all done it. It's not that big a deal. I just don't think that, uh, I don't think that, I don't know. I have no fucking idea. In hopes of tomorrow, I hope to find some direction in this fucking podcast that I'm doing. It doesn't make any sense. Nothing does, and I like that. I like that nothing makes sense. I'm just staring at this fucking audio position thing on this laptop. I have no idea how to work this recording process, but we're working it. 10 minutes and 55 seconds of going recording this. I can't say that anything I've said has had any content to it. You know that I used to beat the dog shit out of my dick when I was in middle school, at school. I wonder if kids, like, I know for a fact, okay, if if some kid got up in my finance class in seventh grade to go whack it, I wouldn't pay any mind to it because, you know, who cares? I don't give a fuck. But then when that dude comes back into the class, you know, his face is flushed. His arms are saggy, flaccid, much like the fucking dick in his pants. And he opens that door. He looks around. He gives out a nice. Because, you know, like I know. It's back to reality. It's back to fucking learning how to write a check. And I still don't fucking know how to write a check. Because I was too busy whacking off in the bathroom. My finance teacher was a cunt, too. I forgot her name, but holy shit. I don't think one person liked her. 
you're a teacher. Like, I wonder if you know, like if I'm a teacher, I wonder if I go home and be like, yo, what the fuck? Everyone in class hates me. Julius in the third row with the third seat over who sit next to Clara. He hates me. He threw a fucking thing at me today. He threw, he spat a spitball at me and I pretended I didn't see it because it was almost lunchtime and I need lunchtime because I can smoke my fucking Newport 100 and eat my Uncrustable. And I'm ashamed that I'm eating my Uncrustable because that's probably the same lunch that the poor kid in the fourth row, second seat over Clarence has. If I was a teacher, I would definitely look at people's lunches, like their lunch boxes, and be like, stupid. Because I got my Stouffer's mac and cheese for sure. And I'm waiting in line at the fucking teacher's lounge microwave. But I'm doing the math in my mind. I'm like, well, he's got a hungry man dinner, which means that's going to take him seven minutes. Because, you know, you got to take the wrapping off. you got to stir the mashed potatoes. And then you got to put it back in there. And the dude in front of me has popcorn. And I'm like, Mr. Davis, why the fuck do you have popcorn? What is cinematic about your day? You teach civics. You know? I'd be a terrible teacher. Because I would say shit like this in the middle of my class. And people would be like, uh, John, Mr. John, Mr. Torres, whatever. I'm trying to learn about geometry. And I'm like, I'm having a crisis, Susan. Sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck down and listen to my crisis. Fuck Susan. I hate her. I hate the fuck out of Susan. And I don't care. I would hate those kids. I would look them dead in their face. Hey, Susan, can you stay with me after class? I just need to have a word. Oh, yeah. Oh, the bell rang. Okay, everyone's out of class. Uh, Susan, real quick, I just, need a, I just need a word. Sit down. Sit down right next to my desk. I would look Susan dead in the fucking face. I would say, Susan, I don't know what you're trying to do to me today in class, but guess the fuck what? I'm coming for you tomorrow. Don't show up. You're done. And she would show up anyway because she's like, John, Mr. Torres, he doesn't, he didn't mean it. Who cares? And that bitch would show up with a fucking stain on her shirt. And immediately, as soon as she sat down, I'd be like, all right, class, today we're going to learn about acute angles. Speaking of acute angles, hey, Susan, what's up with that fucking stain on your shirt, you stupid sloppy bitch? Would you go over a big bump this morning while you're eating your fucking manager special donut? Because your mom went to Dunkin' Donuts before class started. Oh, I'm Susan. My mom has a fucking Jeep Wrangler. Susan. Fuck you. No one cares about your fucking stupid manager special. But guess what? Now we all have to know about it because you wore a black shirt and you got cream running down the middle of your fucking chest. And guess what? You don't even have a chest to look at, Susan. I know. I'm a teacher and you're 12. But you got no titty, Susan. None. And then she goes in the fucking bathroom and she flicks her bean because she needed that because she has daddy issues. I should have got some water. My mouth is so fucking dry. Much like, I'm not going to say Susan's clam. I did, though. Ew. That's like the third pedophilic reference that I've made in this fucking, this podcast. In hopes of tomorrow, I can fuck a child. What? I wanted to, there was definitely a positive message us like like goal with this podcast i swear to god i was like okay 
um, everything's going to have a good, I'm going to go full circle with every couple minutes that I do. But instead, I'm making up fucking stupid scenarios that don't exist because I used to beat my dick in class when I was fucking 12. I'm sorry. I'm still going to name it that. I had a good run there. It was a pretty funny joke with the whole fucking Susan thing. Fuck Susan. I've never met anyone named Susan who goes by Susan and is an interesting person. Susan B. Anthony? I bet that bitch was whack to talk to. I wonder if women's rights... You know, like... I wonder if Susan B. Anthony would fucking see women now and she'd be like... Yeah, I did it. You're welcome. You're welcome. I wonder if women now would walk past Susan B. Anthony and be like, Susan, thank you. Thank you so much. Because I wouldn't even know who she was, you know? I walked past a guy in the Cumberland Mall 30 minutes ago that I thought was Martin Luther King. And then I was like, wait a second. He's dead. And also, he'd be a million years old. But I definitely started thinking about fucking Lil Wayne after that. Because sometimes I confuse black people. Martin Luther King, Ray Charles. Lil Wayne had a song about Hurricane Katrina. Georgia Bush. Georgia Bush. We from the town where everybody drowned In hopes of tomorrow, we reflect on the innocence of your fucking... Of, of, we reflect on the innocence that mattered and why it still matters today. The anxieties that I've carried through my whole life have brought me to this exact moment where I sit quietly on the floor of my living room because the mic stand I bought is about two feet high. And I'm rolling with it. And we'll all roll with it. I'm glad that I was a pussy when I was younger because now I know when I'm being a pussy and when not to be. But I still will be. And that's cool. I wish I had a cool fucking theme song for the end of this shit. I'm going 20 minutes because I'm alone. My mouth is dry. And I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if this is good. I don't know if this is going to go well. Fuck it. I said like a half racist thing about black people that I definitely didn't mean. I said a couple terrible uh, pedophile based jokes about someone named Susan. Like, I'm going to run into someone tomorrow. They're going to go, you know, I'm Susan. I'm just kidding. No one's going to fucking listen to this and confront me about it. I don't even introduce myself. My name's John. And that's all I got. So, in hopes of tomorrow. Think about everything that I've said because I know it was so knowledgeable and intellectual. And you're welcome. You're fucking welcome.